Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi there, and welcome to the Syrup Cast. If you're tuning in to the Syrup Cast for the first time, it's a podcast by Mobile Syrup, Canada's largest independent tech website, which we look back at the week that was in Canadian telecom and tech news. This is episode 185. We're recording it on Wednesday, November 21st. I'm your host, Igor Bonifacic, back after a week in Europe. On this week's episode, we have a trio of staff reporters, starting with Samir Chabra. Samir, how are you? I'm quite well, Igor. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for asking as well. We also have Brad Shankar. Brad, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking and for having me back. And last but certainly not least, we have one John Lamont. John? Great to be here. Welcome back to the podcast, one and all. You may have guessed based on the date on which we're recording today's podcast that we'll be talking about Black Friday. And if that was indeed your guess, good guess. Uh, I decided to bring both Brad and John on the podcast because they have experience working Black Friday. They both, before joining Mobile Syrup, were at one big box retailer called Best Buy. You may have heard of it or you may have not because their deals on TVs are not so great. Um, Brad, do you want to start us? Give us your, what is your career with Best Buy look? Uh, And then John, give us your career. Uh, sure. So I started at Future Shop, uh, which was a subsidiary of Best Buy uh, in 2012. I worked there for two and a half years until they closed, RIP. Then I worked at Walmart for six months in electronics. And then I went from there to Best Buy. Uh, and I was there for about two plus years as well. So uh, together about five years uh, at Best Buy. Sweet Lord, you did like the tour. <laughs> um, John? Um, so I started at Best Buy in their mobile department um, about two, a little over two years ago. Um, and yeah, I just worked in their mobile department primarily. So phones and uh, cell phone accessories and stuff like that. So Does that also include wireless plans? Uh, yes. Yes, it does. For the record, neither Samir nor I worked at Best Buy, um, though we may have made your life miserable at one point when we went during uh, Black Friday. Maybe. Or Boxing Day, as it was known as, still known to this day. It's more like Boxing Week these days. Yes. Boxing Week, Boxing Month, one might say. Boxing Week in July. Yeah. 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 There's a Boxing Week in July? There is. Sure, why not? Just middle of uh, of summer. Sure. Okay. Late stage capitalism. Whatever. Um, So, um, I think, you know, what's really important and something that we've really lost sight of, especially as Black Friday has become, and just Boxing Day and consumerism in general has become so rampant, is like the human cost of the ramp up. Um, But I think it's important we start with the beginnings of that and like how in the time that you two worked there did kind of the tone of that change and like the scale of it change? Um, well, I guess um, 
I don't really have a direct answer to that because I was only there for two Black Fridays uh, mm-hmm. in my time at, at Best Buy. But both of those Black Fridays were quite hectic. Like lines were insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the the most recent Black Friday, it was like one of those super, super cold winter days, like frigid. And mm-hmm. I got there at like 5 a.m. because I was doing the opening shift. And there was a huge lineup outside the store, despite it being like minus 20 and like frigid winds. And like people were like huddling outside, freezing just to get inside and get like a deal on a TV that might not even have been that good. So. Mm-hmm. Brad, you kind of have more of a historical perspective, as it were. Um, well, one thing that Future Shop and Best Buy always did, which is kind of unique among the retailers, is like the reserve and pickup feature where you could uh, like see something online, put it on hold, and then usually within 20 minutes, it should be ready for you to pick up. Uh, so that's a popular feature, particularly during the holidays, because, you know, people can just put things on hold so they can at least, you know, guarantee or somewhat guarantee uh, stock permitting that their item is going to be on hold for them. Uh, so I saw that kind of evolve over the years. It started off kind of like a small, not as often used feature, uh, in my earlier years, what I I worked the most recent black Friday as well, like John, uh, last year's black Friday. And yeah, there were like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of those reservations coming through. Like you'd go in because for context, I was one of the best buy.ca guys. So I handled all those reservations and the online orders, uh, and gaming because that was right next to us. Uh, and all those orders kept coming through. Like you'd go and pick 10, 20, 30 of them at a time. And then you come back and then there's just like a hundred more waiting for you. So it felt kind of like a never ending cycle mm-hmm. of work. Um, but yeah, I definitely saw that like progression of demand increase over the years. How long were you working in like, uh, like that week and that day? Like how many hours was it? Like, was there a, lo- a bunch of overtime or... Um, and I mean, I guess also how, did, how long did the hours feel? Cause I guess that is the actual amount is different to what it feels like on a day like that. Um, so, uh, for me in the, in the mobile department, um, I was typically scheduled for like a, a standard eight hour shift, but mm-hmm. kind of with the expectation that if it was busy, I would stay a little bit longer. Of course I had the option to leave, but mm-hmm. you know, that extra money was pretty sweet. So, mm-hmm. um, it kind of came down to a point of, how long can I go before I just like can't deal with all the customers that are like coming through? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I I was working probably nine, 10 or 11 hour shifts uh, depending because for us, you know, like they do the VIP sale on Thursday, um, which is like they're do it probably maybe three or four times a year um, every couple months. Um, that's on the Thursday, and then it's Black Friday, and then it's Cyber Monday, which, as one of the .ca guys, of course, was a big thing for us, too. So it was pretty much just five, six, seven days straight of just chaos. Um, uh, yeah, um, th- you know, there's not always enough people to, to handle the, the flow of things. Uh, you get this big flood of incoming customers because our job was unique because, you know, we had to pick the stuff that people were reserving. So those are customers that aren't even in the store. But then at the same time, you got to serve the people who are physically in the store. Uh, and then when you're going to pick things, some people will sometimes try to stop you and be like, can you help me? So we would actually wear like just a black shirt and sweatpants just so we're not wearing a blue uniform so we can mm. walk around more, you know, unimpeded by customers stopping you because, you know, our job was to pick things. So Were you told by management that you had to wear certain clothing as a result of your position as as part of the Best Buy.ca team? Or like, was that a decision that you guys made internally after, you know, several rounds of like Black Fridays? 
Yeah, they. Um, that's something like we kind of decided internally, and then they just uh, agreed like that makes sense. Uh, like if you're if you have to stop every five seconds for someone, that just that's infeasible. Like you can't uh, mm. do both of those things. So that was one way that it did progress in a in a helpful way uh, over the years. Because initially they were kind of like, yeah, you got to wear like a blue uniform, and uh, I think they call us blue shirt elves. <laughs> is what they were calling people during the holidays. Um, you had to dress like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, for us, um, towards the, the last few years, they were letting us finally, you know, just wear regular clothes, which was good. From the the mobile perspective of things, hmm. um, like our desk setup, we did not have enough space to like handle the, the amount of traffic that we had. Mm-hmm. So we would have like, I think, uh, four computers that we could do activations on. Mm-hmm. And with each activation usually taking between 20 to 45 minutes, depending on how many lines you were activating, uh, the carrier, um, the just the general traffic, phone supply, and all that kind of stuff. And just really got into this, like, the lines were just massive for mobile. And it mm-hmm. just took so long to kind of work through things that it, it got to this point where it was just like we weren't able to help everybody that was coming in. And it was just like, you know, I, I felt bad with that because I wanted to help everybody out because... They made the the effort to come out, but at the same time, we just didn't necessarily have the hardware to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that front, like, were you also like, did Best Buy ever hire seasonal staff? Because that was something when I in so I did not work at Best Buy, but I did work at the Apple Store uh, when I was in university, and you know, something that Apple did every uh, uh, holiday season was hire on quite a bit of seasonal staff, right? Just to handle because you know, like, one of the big things at Apple too was that um just uh, theft was a big thing right like and you just needed more like not that the company really like ever like i'm sure they cared about it but they were like if something gets stolen like it's not the end of the world um but they're like just keep an eye out on everything right i can't imagine like how much loss prevention is a thing like at these big box retailers during the fall uh holiday season oh it's it's mm-hmm. a massive thing and we we would hire quite a quite a number of uh seasonal staff i can't mm-hmm. remember off the top of my head numbers for our store but i know our department we generally had um six staffers normally and then we would bump that up to 10 usually so we, mm-hmm. we would hire quite a bit just for for our department mm-hmm. yeah we ha- we hired a lot of seasonals i remember though uh talking about how things evolved over the years is that you know, in earlier years, they would hire seasonal people, which is great, but they wouldn't do it that well in advance of Black Friday. Like some of these people would be brought on. We're talking like early November or whatever. And to be trained, like just on the basic system, uh, like the point of sale system, POS, like to do basic uh, sales and, you know, um, stuff like that is one thing. And then to train them about the specific tasks of the .ca job takes a lot more than probably two or three weeks, especially when the hours allocated for that uh, department is only only gives them like two or three shifts a week. So it's sometimes you'd have people that are not well equipped going into the holidays. So it's like you have to kind of train them slash babysit them while you're doing your own job, which in a way is hampering you more than if they just weren't there at all, uh, which, again, of course, is not their fault. It would never take it out on them, but mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't an unfortunate um, outcome. Yeah, I think, you know, that kind of hits the nail on the head in the sense that it takes a certain amount of experience to know how to deal with some of the very stressful situations that can come up in retail, right? Like, um, I think far too often it's like people 
diminish or minimize what you do or what you have to deal with like when there's an angry customer right like it takes a certain like you have to go through that experience several times before you know how to handle it with grace would you like agree with that oh yeah absolutely and especially from again the the mobile perspective Mm -hmm. um it's a whole nother level when something goes wrong with the system and it messes up someone's plan or you click the wrong thing and and set someone up with a different plan Mm -hmm. um this the stress of that is is definitely very high so Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of of work and experience to be able to uh deal with that in an effective and graceful way Mm -hmm. yeah totally um i credit working in retail um with uh helping me grow and learn a lot of things uh like i'll admit like back at future shop i would not handle you know those irate customers that well uh and i'd kind of fight back um but over the years uh through guidance through some you know friends and supervisors there and i even did like a a one-year like uh leadership course that they offered there which was really helpful the my general manager mo was fantastic um taught me a lot so uh it really does teach you um to, you know, how to respond well under pressure and how to multitask and, uh, you know, kind of learn things on the fly. Because as we did these Black Fridays, we would come up with new ways to um, approach it in the new year. Uh, and my supervisor was really good at, about coming out with new ways to do that. Like, for example, we came up with this, like, kind of like a junk food table um, just to keep in the warehouse that we have where we store all the products that we put on hold. Uh, so we could, like, if we're ever feeling burned out, we could just sit down for like a minute or two and just have like a bag of chips or a drink and just vent for a sec if we need to, uh, mm-hmm. just to let it out, which is one of the many ways where we just kind of learned on the fly and uh, made things better over the years. So, Yeah, definitely. The the management staff were really key um, in my time at Best Buy at, at helping us kind of deal with stressful situations like that because to an extent there was, yeah, as a retail person, I had to deal with that situation, but I also knew that I had a management team that I could rely on. So if, if a, if a situation got out of control or out of, um, out of where an area where I was comfortable to deal with it, I could always rely on my managers to kind of step in and help me out and often resolve the situation in a way that I might not have been able to on my own. Samir, is there anything you'd like to ask before I kind of open up uh, the table to some of their more interesting, let's say, experiences? Actually, yeah, I have. Um, I, I, I should probably mention, you know, from my perspective, I've never worked retail. Uh, first of all, in my life, uh, my my part-time jobs when I was in high school were mostly I was a skate counter assistant at a roller skating rink, which is a lot of fun. So not, you know, no retail whatsoever in that sense. So for me, I'm sort of curious because. Obviously, the internet being what it is, we've gotten to a point now where we can order or pre-order most of the stuff that we want to buy beforehand. When the Black Friday deals go live, there are websites like, for you know, you may have heard of it, MobileSyrup.com, that catalogs a number of these deals and discounts to prepare people to avoid these kinds of you know stressful situations for retail staff and also for shoppers. So, for me, I'm curious. Did you guys ever see numbers go down or, or you know, shopper numbers go down? Or did you guys see that even though there were those online options, more and more people were coming year after year? I didn't with the mobile stuff, uh, primarily because unless you're buying a phone outright, you have to do it in store if you're activating it on a plan. So lines often got bigger, at least in my my two years, it seemed like it got bigger. So. Yeah, I would say the same. I think it definitely seemed to get bigger over the years. Like uh, my exact job title was multi-channel sales associate, which, as the name suggests, I'm dealing with multiple ch- uh, business channels, so in store and online. So I, we kind of got that unique perspective of seeing, 
you know, how traffic is in the store and how traffic is with online orders, uh, at least in the context of our store. And it certainly did uh, seem like it was increasing over the years. I also want to just maybe you guys can comment on this. Maybe you can't, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Did, did you notice that there was like a proportion of deals and discounts and sales that were only available in store or were the online? And, and sorry, John, I know you mentioned that mobile is sort of different than that. But again, even then, did you notice that there were some discounts that you could only get in store and that, you know, there were more in store discounts than online discounts? Or is that just not 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 reality? Um, I didn't see a whole lot of that outside of the mobile department. Um but what I did see a lot of was a general push towards encouraging online purchases uh, because um, often we just didn't have enough stock in store to handle all the customers. So if we had 10 of a specific item in store, um, as much as possible, we would try and push to do an online order where we could ship it to you directly from our warehouse so we wouldn't have to deplete our in-store stock necessarily. Yeah, that was one thing uh, Best Buy did really well over the years is that the integration with online into the in-store experience, like everything you see online, you could order in store pretty much with the exception of like marketplace items, which are third party sellers, which is something they added in like the last few years or whatever. Uh, pretty much everything else uh, was the same. So you would see pretty much for the most part, uh, the same deals online and in store. Just out of curiosity, like was there an overwhelming thing that people were buying at Black Friday, or was it just like the kind of strangest collection of things you've ever seen in your life, like to the point where you're like, why would they buy this or something like along those lines? Or that's an interesting purchase, right? Um, iPhones were probably the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold a lot of iPhones during Black Friday because the deals on them were quite good on on plans compared to what it was the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um we sold quite a lot of Android handsets as well, but typically the deals were more comparable to what we'd seen throughout the year. So there wasn't as much of an incentive to go for those. Um, so yeah, I, I saw a lot of iPhones and I saw a lot of families like coming in and they're like, let's get iPhones for everyone because the iPhone 8 is $0 instead of $400 like it normally is. Yeah, the um, it is interesting because there are like trends, you know, uh, like I remember at Future Shop, I think in my last year there before they closed, it was 2014, like the Instax Mini was super popular. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Like, the, you know, the little Polaroid kind of camera. Uh, and then I would say over the years, like probably the next year, Fitbits were pretty popular, I think. And then now that, you know, they're kind of waning a little bit. Um, Macs are always really popular, especially around these times. They usually drop, I think they're $200 off right now. So at some retailers, it's just the normal deal that they usually offer uh, on like the MacBooks and tablets, like the iPads sometimes are a bit on sale too. So those are usually like really popular items. 
So then I guess just to summarize, some of the most popular items are exactly what we think they'd be. Apple devices, you know, some premium tier Android flagships, Fitbits, like, you know, name brand fitness trackers. So, you know, jumping off of that question then, did you guys notice that people were more likely to buy name brand well-known products versus, you know, let's say the third party options like, you know, a Fitbit rather than just a a generic uh, fitness tracker? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Where I noticed that the most was kind of in accessories uh, because we would have like, all kinds of cases for for phones and most often i would have someone come in and say i need an otter box or you know i need um a spigen case or something like that they wouldn't say i need a case for my iphone they would drop a specific name brand and they'd want to see what ones we had from that brand Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i would very rarely see because you know best buy has its own like proprietary like insignia brand which is like just at best buy which so it's usually a bit cheaper than like the apple equivalent or whatever but i would rarely see people pick that up because they'd always go like for the apple name branded you know charging cable or case or whatever and the same thing applies with other manufacturers so very rarely it would seem that people would go for the um the third party stuff yeah one one interesting note on that we kept uh at least in our location we had insignia lightning cables and apple lightning cables next to each other um and Often, like when I would show someone, if someone came in and they needed a new uh, charging cable, I would show them both cables and I'd be like, you can get the Apple cable or you can get the Insignia cable, which is cheaper and it does the same thing. And there was almost kind of like a consumer fear of the ones that weren't Apple branded. They were like, oh, no, that's going to make my iPhone blow up or something. And I'm like, no, like it's the same cable. It's just a different name on it. Um, To that uh, end, uh, what were some of the most like, maybe not like, trying to think of what adjective I want to use here because it's very important, right? Um, but let's say, let's. what was one of the worst experiences at your time uh, doing Black Friday? What was one of the best? Is there one that like really sticks out in your mind uh, like that is kind of etched in the hippocampus? Um, not really for me black black friday has always kind of been a blur because you go through it so quickly there are plenty of non-black friday experiences i remember because um when it's not black friday you have the liberty to spend much more time with your customers um and i remember spending you know upwards of three or four hours with some customers helping them sort out issues with their phones or if their phone was broken helping them like figure out the best way to get it repaired and stuff like that um, but yeah, no, Black Friday is often just a blur because you're trying to get through it so quickly. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really have any standout memories in that way. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of the things that I really, as a whole, I would say about, I loved about the job is just like that, that satisfaction of, cause you know, you're essentially, we called ourselves like hunter gatherers cause we're essentially going out onto the floor and trying to find things. And, you know, you can't always do that, especially if, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the warehouse or whatever, and it's a lot of customers and aisles can be a mess when customers leave them that way. Uh, but, you know, just being able to find that product you were spending a while looking for um, is very satisfying, um, especially when you come back and you have like a whole cart full of stuff. It's like, yes, I found everything. So that's very satisfying. Um, on the flip side, you know, it's can be very frustrating when you can't find things because of so-and-so. Uh, so that's probably in general, like the kind of positive negative and also just the, the, the friends that I made there. Um, I've been very close to since, uh, I see them often going to, we're going to do something probably this weekend, even, I think, uh, so I've always very fond of that team and the experiences we had together. 
Mm. It was also kind of frustrating at times dealing with the carriers, again, from that from that mobile perspective. Um, Best Buy's mobile deals are often very competitive uh, and usually were a better deal than whatever the carrier is offering. Um, and sometimes the carriers would undercut us even in store. Um, so I've had a few experiences where I'd have a customer come in and they wanted to keep their plan and it wasn't available in our system. So I would call into the carrier to get an option and the carrier would say, oh, if you come into a carrier store, we can keep your plan. But if you do it at Best Buy, you have to change your plan and stuff like that. So sometimes it was really frustrating dealing with the carriers because they would try and undercut us to get the customers themselves. Did you ever have a situation where you would call the carrier and say, hey, you know, this is the plan, these are the details, and then you would put them on the phone with the customer, and while they're speaking with the customer, they'd say, oh, by the way, we can do this right now for you. We can give you this even better deal than what, what you would get at Best Buy. You don't even have to come into store. Just give us your details right now. Does that happen? Yeah, yeah that happens Really? I, yeah. That, see, that's interesting to me because I was, you know, apropos of nothing, ignoring Black Friday, that's, that's, the, that's the question I have. You know, do they sometimes attempt to undercut you on the phone, forget about delivering your customer to their stores. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's something, uh, it got to a point where I would warn my customers if they had to speak with the carrier, I would say, listen, uh, they're probably going to offer to do this right on the phone for you and you're going to have to wait for them to send you the phone and that's what they're going to try and do. And they're, sometimes they wouldn't even say that. The customer would get to the end of the phone call and realize they've just signed up for a phone with the carrier. And it was like, it was almost scary how like fast and how well they were able to do this. Um, what was the kind of general tenor of people? Like, are they like, is it true that people are just more kind of rabid or meaner on Black Friday? Is just everyone's temper short, like between the customers, the managers, the uh, sales staff? Um, in my experience, it was kind of all over the place. I had plenty of customers that were very, very nice. Um, and they would come in and be like, they'd just be almost they want the deals. Well, they want the deals, but they're also like, they feel, they felt bad for me. They, they came in and they saw me and they're like, you've been here with this line for like hours. Like it's okay. You know, if you need to take a break and like get, get some water or something like that, that's totally cool. And then I also had the customers that were like, if you're not dealing with us every single second and getting us the best deals, like we're done, we're, like this isn't happening. And they would just be like angry the whole time. So it was, it was all over the place, really. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's, it'd be easy to, to say like the cynical thing, like, you know, everyone's like mean or whatever. But uh, for the most part, I actually I, I think a lot of people were pretty understanding. Uh, you, you'll always get those like irate people um, that can't be helped. But a lot of people were pretty understanding, you know, if they had to wait a little bit. Um, my my whole thing was always if there's ever an issue, just communicate that. Like if you don't have the the answer right away, like oh we're still trying to find your product or we can't find it, but let me find you an alternative or whatever. As long as you come out and you just say, you know, Mister, Mrs. Customer, or whatever, you know, we're we're doing this, this, and that for you. Um, it might not be exactly what you wanted, but uh, we're trying to take care of you. By and large, they were pretty understanding of that. Um, just as long as you communicated that, which was something that was always good to see. Uh, any advice for both, you know, I guess the people on the uh, store floor, but also the customers who are, you know, the Canadians who are thinking about, all right, it's Black Friday on Friday. I'm going to go and try get this sweet deal on this TV. Um, for for people on the store floor uh, and, and all the retail uh, workers out there, I would say just like... Um, 
as as hard as it is, be be patient and just kind of put your head down and work through it. Um, it's going it's going to come to an end, and honestly, you probably won't remember most of it unless you have like a really terrible experience. But like, also be communicative with your with your customers and tell them you know what's going on. Be like, hey, you know we're we can't find this product right now. Let me order one for you online, or let me like just tell your customers what's going on because most of them are understanding. And then from the customer side, I'd say um, as much as possible or as, as much as feasible for you, it's probably best to do your shopping and ordering online because it's going to save you the stress of trying to get through traffic to the store and then navigate through the store with all the people in it. Um, so it's just going to make your life a little bit easier. And if there is something that you absolutely need to go into the store for, just be nice and understanding. Yeah, um, I kind of echo what John said in terms of the, you know, the associate side of things, you know, um, like I said, we we kind of just, we set up like a little table and like a few seats in the back to just kind of relax for a minute. If you don't necessarily have that kind of setup at your store, it, it is even to just go to the washroom for a minute or two and just breathe um, that because that those one or two minutes really do make a difference to just clear your head a little bit, uh, just kind of avoid everyone else for a minute or two and just, you know a nice refresher. Uh, and yeah, on, in terms of the customer side, uh, I do think, yeah, on, ordering online is probably the most convenient. Um, some deals, you know, are only on certain days, uh, or end on, on certain days. So that's, that's important to keep, uh, keep in mind. Cause you know, some of them are only Friday. Some of them are like Saturday, Sunday, Monday or whatever. And cyber Monday starts Monday as well. So, you know, there's all kinds of different deals. So just kind of staying on track of when they end and when they start and whatnot. Uh, and also like if you're going online, um, especially if it's an item that might sell out quickly, uh, probably good in advance to like create an account with that retailer, make sure your billing information, payment, uh, everything like that is all up to date. So you can just log in and just check out easily without having to add the thing to your cart. Oh, oh no, my credit card isn't right. Blah, blah, blah. Fix that. And then the item sold by the time you're done. So. On that note, a pro tip one of our coworkers gave to me is load everything into your cart ahead of time. Not every retailer will allow you to do that. For instance, uh, Pat was saying how when he went to buy the Nest Classic, I believe that he had done that on Amazon. And as soon as it became available, it just like took it out of his cart. And subsequently, he wasn't able to get it before it sold out. But I think with most retailers, you can just load up with everything you're interested in and then just kind of curate your shopping cart. And then that's it. You save yourself a bunch of trouble. Um, any deals that some people are looking at? Got to end it on that note, I feel. The, Anything that was notable in the writing you've done? For me, the uh, that PlayStation 4 bundle, if you haven't gotten a PS4 yet, is a really great deal because it's 120 bucks off. It comes with a, sta- a one terabyte standard PS4 uh and then spider-man um so you're saving you're getting the game for free which is 80 bucks normally and then f- saving 50 dollars on the console so 259.99 that's a crazy good deal you get one of the best games of the year and the most like popular console right now so that was like the most striking deal to me uh i think one of the most striking deals to me was the the pixel deal uh, i believe it was buy one pixel get one 50 percent off 50 percent off yeah, yeah like yeah. that that's absolutely insane to me and just such a good deal. Uh, also, not so. technically a Black Friday, pre-Black Friday, so you can take advantage of it right now. Exactly. So that was, yeah, definitely a good deal.
uh, this is actually isn't my my favorite deal, but I do believe that if you go and buy the Pixel Three or Pixel Three XL from the Google Store as of tomorrow, which is well not not for you listeners, but on November twenty second, twenty eighteen, I think you can save two hundred or two hundred fifty dollars on a purchase. There is there's, there's got to be like pages and pages and essays worth of you know uh, hidden text about that. But check that out. That's interesting. I will say though, for me, uh, just just from a care perspective. What Freedom Mobile is doing, this big binge bonus thing, this 100 gigabyte bucket of data that they give you if you sign up for a two-year plan that's $60 or more, and you get a new phone as well. Uh, So what they do is they'll give you 100 gigabytes of data. And what this means is it's not that you get 100 per month. They just give you a 100 gigabyte lump sum so that when you exceed your allotted 10 gigabytes with this specific plan, you start consuming full-speed LTE data from this 100 gigabytes. So, you know, theoretically speaking, 10 gigabytes, that's a lot of uh, data for Canadians anyway. So you get rid of 10 gigabytes, you have, you know, two per month. That's that's 50 months worth of uh, data left over. And the important thing is that this thing doesn't expire. This 100 gigabytes doesn't expire as long as you're a Freedom Mobile customer. But if, for whatever reason, you decide to consume 100 gigabytes that like the complete hundred gigabytes in one month or one day after going over, then that's it. That is that is the end of the big binge bonus. That's such a good deal. Of course, you're just back on three G speed, but you can't really use the modern internet on three G. So it is what it is. Um, I want to thank you all uh, for coming on to the podcast. I think this was a really great episode. Uh, we got to touch on the the human cost of Black Friday and Boxing Day. So always remember that. I think the lesson here in retail, as in with life, is be more kind. Uh, any shout outs before we log off? Uh, yeah, I have a shout out to the device I'm currently uh, testing. I can't really say much about it, but uh, yeah. It's just like, <clears throat> <laughs> continue. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, I like it. I don't like it. Uh, I have mixed feelings, so we'll see. I have to use it a little bit more first. Uh, keeping with the theme of today, I guess my shout out will just go to my team at Best Buy Heartland, uh, that I used to work with. Um, this is the first Black Friday in seven years that I will not be working. Uh, but my thoughts are very much with them. Uh, Victor, um, uh, Jessica and Ahid, Mariana and the rest of the team, you guys are great. And I hope you do a really good job. Uh, Patrick, managing editor Patrick O'Rourke is not here to deliver a switch minute, but I do believe that I get to be the honorary Patrick today. Yesterday, I purchased a secondhand Nintendo Switch from an individual with whom I exist in close proximity to. Uh, No names. Uh, So my point is, I love this thing. It's a wonderful, wonderful device. I got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu yesterday, and I'm I'm not an overly sentimental person until I am, but I will say this. When I went downstairs from my room, went into my mother's kitchen, this is in the game, by the way, not in real life, and I turned on the television. Igor's laughing. You can't see him. When I turned on the television and it said that there, it's showing a movie of four boys walking on railroad tracks, oh, it's time to go, I did tear up a little bit. I don't know where those tears came from. I don't know what part of my body produced them. I don't understand what feelings I'm having. I'm actually I'm getting goosebumps right now again. It's a, it's a beautiful game. It's It really is a beautiful game. It's masterfully made. I love it. Even though it isn't a full Pokemon game, if you're a Pokemon fan, and I do mean fan, you'll enjoy this title. Switch Minute out! On that note, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you ever need a console, make sure to hit up Igor Prime. It's a competitor to Amazon. 
Um, you just have to know me, uh, but you can, you know, just hit me up on Twitter and ask me about consoles and games. Is that your shout out, Igor Prime? Yeah, Igor Prime. Many happy customers, Samir is certainly not the first, nor will he be the last. If you ask one D- Douglas Soltis, managing editor of BetaKit, he's very happy with the Xbox One I sold them uh, for a pittance. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, forget about Jeff Bezos. Come to Igor Bonifacic. And I'm sorry, where can we find you on Twitter? I'm at Igor Bonifacic, which is a good point. Where can we find the rest of you on Twitter? You can find me at Samir Chabra 94 on Twitter uh, and also at a well-known website known as MobileSyrup.com. And you can find me at John underscore Lamont. Uh, you can find me at Brad Shankar. Uh, that's all just one word, B-R-A-D-S-H-A-N-K-A-R. Uh also make sure to follow Mobile Syrup on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And on all those social media platforms, it's just at Mobile Syrup. Pretty simple. Till next week, uh, peace out and uh, be more kind. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.